The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, let's see if I can remember how to do this. <clears throat> good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to the Watchdog Morning Show. Another day, another week, 710, 10 minutes after the hour. We're getting up and rolling for a three-hour swing and soiree through news and information and great conversation. Maybe a bit of fun along the way. 52 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 52 at the Highlands. 54 in Elm Grove and 51 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We do have some fog out there. It'll stick around for the next hour or so. Then it'll be a mostly sunny day, high around 70. Pretty much the same all week. Sunny, 70 tomorrow, 75 on Wednesday, 79, close to 80 on Thursday. All in all, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good week. Uh, we had pretty good weather on the uh, trip. Bob, was the weather here pretty good while I was away? Beautiful fall-like uh, temperatures, <clears throat> Howard. I believe the only day it rained was uh, yesterday morning uh, towards the afternoon, just briefly. Uh, we had uh, had little patches of rain every once in a while. We were going up to the Grand Canyon, right up the hill to the Grand Canyon. It rained. It stormed, actually. We got to the Grand Canyon, top of the hill, and sunshine out, blue skies, beautiful. Spent some time at the canyon, then went back down, back down the hill. It rained again. Other than that, I don't think we had anything other than Almost perfect. Now, first couple of days, remember how a few months ago we talked about the heat in Arizona? It was there. It was there. It was the first night we went to dinner in wherever it was. I can't remember the town. 101 degrees at dinner time as we went to dinner. So it was super hot for a while. But then it cooled down. It was actually a pretty good uh, Pretty good day. So I had a great break uh, covering America's Mother Road, Route 66. i got some stories I will share with you. There's lots of news we didn't get to chat about while I was away. I want to catch up on all of that. And you are welcome to join us at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Watchdog Radio Network text line, or you are welcome to call us either, and uh, we'll chat with you as well. So it is, uh, it's good to be back, though. Uh, of course, you didn't go away. You, you and Bear took, uh, took charge for a while, right? I took Thursday off, uh, so your first day away, I, I stayed home, stayed completely away from the, uh, the radio station. And then that Friday, and then every day but Wednesday, because you're off uh, from 9 to 10 on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday morning. Right. And uh, so, yeah, we filled in, Howard, from 9 to 10, good old boys on sports. All right, so all was well uh, while I was, I guess all was well while I was away. A lot of news, though. We'll, we'll catch up on it later on, but a lot of Fairly important stuff happened while we were. You gone. went away, Howard, and uh, man, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I mean, it just started rolling. I tried my best not not to pay too much attention to the news. I wanted to have a break. I wanted, to, but I do you know, delve it. Just do a quick check every morning on the news, and every time I'm checking, it's like, wow, holy mackerel, what's going on? So I got some of that stuff to get to uh, a little bit later on this morning. Two thousand four hundred forty-eight miles from when we left Chicago last year. Till we went to the Santa Monica Pier, the end of the road this year. My first visit to the Pacific Ocean. I've never been there before. It was really neat to get all the way out to the left coast. 2,448 miles along Route 66. Plus, I did the math last night, 3,167 air miles as we, we flew back and forth uh, 
to to uh, to and get to, to and from from uh, the whole thing. So. Uh, it was uh, it was a great it was just a great vacation. I'm going to talk a lot about it here this morning. A lot of things that uh, I, I really learned some things, and I really feel a little bit different having spent some time on the Mother Road on Route 66. Um, first thing I want to say, Bob, do you remember? I don't know if you were with me at the time. I think it was on Nancy and I. We were we took a European tour a number of years ago, and when we came home, my kids had surprised me. They had re they had gutted our living room and gutted our kitchen and rebuilt our living room and kitchen for us. My boys redid our entire kitchen and living room uh, while we were away. It was a wonderful experience. Um, and it was great. Well, we came home this time, and the boys once again had gone to work for the nine days I was gone. They rewired the house, put all new lighting in the kitchen, uh, all new flooring in the kitchen, uh, hung the TV on the wall, and every and just spiffed everything up a lot. I I got to give my boys credit. I said, "Why did you do this?" I said, "Dad, we can't do this stuff when you're around, because you and especially your mom will just bother us." <laughs> so they, but good for them. I, I I you know they're they're such good kids. That is really cool, Howard. I was really impressed the last time they did that. They remodeled your kitchen, and now you know. And, and again, I, I know where they're coming from. You would have your nose. I'm not going to say anything about Nancy, but I know you. You would have your nose right there. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to put that there? I'm not saying anything, but are you sure? Are you positive that should go there? Absolutely. Yeah, that's no question about it. So I, I just, I, it was just a, a, a great surprise. The first thing, dumb as it sounds, uh, Jason picked us up. We, we dropped the car. We drove the car downtown. Uh, the day we left, and then Jason picked up the car and took it home, and then he picked us up uh, on a Saturday night, late Saturday night, uh, put up in front of the house. First thing he said, you see something different. As silly as it sounds, maybe the best thing they did, they put a new mail- mailbox in for us. Our old mailbox was an old wooden mailbox that the, that the mail people kept saying, you got to get this fixed. <laughs> you know, the, the, the door to the mailbox didn't stay up, and uh, but they put a brand-new mailbox St- that was the smallest of things they did, but boy, that was really neat. Driving up there, it was, and then we saw all the stuff. So I, I just I can't say enough about my kids. Can I hire those guys? Do they do weekend work, Howard? <laughs> Here's the funny thing, and of course the reason we talked about because they don't want to do it around. I ask them all the time, say, Jason, could you? Because he's a they do a lot of this stuff. Jason and, and uh, Jonathan in particular, they work kind of like a team. They, you know, they re- they built Jonathan's house pretty much. So I'm often saying to him, you think you could? do this or do you think you could do that most of the time the answer oh yeah we'll get around to it dad but they don't so but i i, I got their message like that look dad we can't do this when you're around so anyways c- good to them um obviously brought a lot of uh, souvenirs back um i didn't now, notice mine in here Howard. well hold on here is yours now here's the thing pal I got thinking. What what do I get? Slider. Well, you were in California. Do we have to go there, Howard? No, I did. No, I was a little nervous about that. I'll I'll be honest with you. No, I thought better better not do that. I thought you know everybody got a T-shirt, but I thought oh, Slider's got T-shirts coming out his Wazubi. He doesn't need any more T-shirts. Um, you know, got the, the the kids got little pieces of the petrified forest. I what the hell are you going to do with the piece of the petrified forest? And then I found this for you, my friend. I thought, what does Bob like? Books? Yes. Books about murder? Yes. Here we go. Murder and mayhem on the main street of America. Wow. So, right yeah. on a ro- All those people got whacked on Route 66. Howard is coming this way, so he's not in front of his microphone. Thank you, Howard. That is very, very nice. Well, that is perfect. 
Tales from a Bloody Route US 66, Murder and Mayhem on the Main Street of America by a gentleman by the name of Jim Hinckley. Thank you, Howard. Yeah, I thought, so I, try to, what does, what a slider, why do I get slider, you know, that's not stupid or redundant that he might actually use? And I thought, well, the kid reads books all the time. And you know, what's crazy about this, Howard, is what's good crazy is I'll be able to read this and I'll say, Howard, do you remember going through a little town yes, you, here <laughs> and, you know, did you know that 14 people got murdered? <laughs> actually, I hope you do that. I didn't even look at that, but I hope you do that as you come across, say, did you go to... That little mom and pop store, remember that? Oh, yes, we stopped there. We had did, an ice cream cone. Well, did you 14 go to the you, people you drop in? Well, apparently you drop in. We had some people you dropped in. Yeah, I don't know leave. that, but yeah. <laughs> so let me know if you see some things there that uh, that uh, that you're intrigued about let me know and I'll see if I can tell you uh, you know where where it was where they were I learned something I have fought against this for years and we've talked about it on the air and Bill Bryson has been the biggest advocate we get to the airport over the years when Bill Bryson is on the Uniglobe trips with us and Bill says, Howard, you, you ought to get a wheelchair. Getting through the airport is hard. Getting through the airport is hard. Getting from, you know, to security and through security and, and, and to the gate. And it's, the airports are big and it's hard. And so as soon as we got to the Pittsburgh airport, he said, look, you see that thing right over there, the black chair, whatever. Go sit in it. It's a wheelchair and I'm going to push you where you need to go. And I said, oh, I don't know. And he said, get, just get in the wheelchair. It's not the first time he's done this for me. I well, appreciate you, Bill. You do kind of look like Raymond Burr a little bit. Did you yeah. have the Ironside thing going there, <laughs> there was, Howard? Uh, there was a little Ironside uh, vibe going on there. i got to tell you the truth. <laughs> so we got to the wheelchair, and Bill pushes me. and we. It, but here's what – here. so uh, up until this time, I felt like it's – not degrading. That's not the right word because I don't want to suggest people in wheelchair degrade. It's like – I don't need a wheelchair. It helps me, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, I don't need. But here's what I learned. You get through the security line first. You get on the airplane first. They put you right there in the front, and they say, do we have any wheelchair people? Hear me. And, and they push you. Somebody comes out and pushes you right into your seat. Are you sure the conversation didn't go, uh, hey, I think that's Raymond Burr. You know the guy from Perry Mason. <laughs> it's like, I cannot guarantee that. But so, uh, so it was, I, I, but so I have learned I shall from now on be using the wheelchair. And it's not like I'm taking advantage of it. It, it really, if I had to walk all that way, it would have killed me. Uh, but, but it was, a, I, I, I fought against using a wheelchair in circumstances like this until I discovered you, you get first boarding. <coughs> Excuse me. And Southwest, which we we're on, has um, basically pick your own seats. So when you board, you get to you can sit anywhere. Well, so Nancy and I are first on board, second, third, depending on how many wheelchairs there are. We're like sit, sit right up here, up at the front. Think off the window. Oh, was, I couldn't have done any better. Several of the people who were on this trip with me, Bob, uh, who were on la most of the people were on the trip. Last year as well. We did the first half of Route 66 last year, second half this year. Have said something that you have said to me several times around here, which is that uh, I seem to be getting, a, I seem to be moving along better than I used to be. I seem to be feeling, you know, better. I cannot tell you how, I think, it, I guess I will try to, I think it was at least four people said to me, Howard, did you, 
Did you get your knees worked on while in this past year? Because you're moving a lot better than you did last year. So, no, I didn't get my knees worked on, but somewhere along the way, I, I, I'm moving better. Especially in that wheelchair. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, but you learn something, Howard. You know, okay, uh, you're putting it off. You're this close. You don't really want to get in the chair yet because you know it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Yeah. But then you also found out there is some perks while being in that chair. There is. And, and Bill's a, Bill, Bill makes a strong argument. Bill Bryce makes a string, strong argument. He says, look, conserve your energy. We're going to go on a nine-day trip. You're going to do a lot of walking, a lot of, you know, you're going to be doing a lot. You don't need to be wearing yourself out. Just get into the plane. Yeah, so don't take offense to that, Howard. The chair was made for, well, was made for you, Howard. It was. It was. It was. It was made. It was made for me. 722, 22 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I want to take a minute or two after the break to talk about a couple of the places we went. Really interesting things. And, and Bob, you had said this again. A lot of things that you've been saying were verified on this trip. You said, and I think we can, I concurred with you, this trip, this second phase of Route 66, was going to be more of what we think of Route 66 as. This was the desert route. We went through the desert. Absolutely fascinating towns there. Um, this was a lot more of what, of what we thought Route 66 was going to be. And I want to share just a couple of stories with you. I came back injured. I came back injured. Two injuries. Probably should have gotten stitches on this one, but I didn't. But I'll share a few more stories with you. And then I want to hear how things went while I was gone, too. So all of that's coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. You are welcome to join us on the text line, 304-214-1600, or you can uh, call 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack auction service line is open and is available for you. Uh, really, Howard, text line, really, Howard, looks like it was nothing but a bus trip to diners, dive-ins, and drives. Drive-ins and dives. You could say thousands of dollars if you just had Steve from St. C. door dash you for a few days. No. We had great, good good food. Um, it was a great eclectic mix of food. There were a lot of diners. That's the idea. Route 66 diners. We had a lot of hamburgers and hot dogs and, you know, just diners that you would expect on Route 66. But we had a surprising number of really, really good meals and some really fancy restaurants. So food was very good, and I don't think Steve from St. C. could have gotten me all the good stuff that I got there. 724, 24 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show underway after a long break. A lot to do today. Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WVU student Matthew Cole, who says he's going to be directly impacted by the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math here, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state. Catch us each weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. Save by the scan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. 
visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers and you'll find service from experienced professionals real steel find yours at steelusa.com Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies world there would be no accidents or injuries ever no bad situations cross law in a perfect world insurance companies would never refuse payment for your legitimate claim cross law in the real world there are attorneys david f cross and erica cross conti of cross law offices david f cross has been representing injured parties for over 32 years at his office in wellsburg west virginia with a phone number of 304-737-4185 david and erica are personal injury wrongful death and medical malpractice lawyers representing those who are victims of the same you are not just another client at cross law offices you're considered part of the family as david always says at cross law offices we take your case personally when deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Monday. It is uh, back to business here on the Watchdog Morning Show after uh, a week and a half away. Uh, for me, Bob's been here, but I've been away for a while. Uh, enjoyed my nice break. It's going to be a patchy morning this morning, patchy foggy morning this morning. Uh, otherwise, sunny during the day when the fog burns off. High today around 70. Uh, and that's pretty much the case. Sunny in 70, 75, close to 80 maybe on Thursday all week long. A good week is in store. We'll check in with Adam Fight coming up a little bit later on this morning here for the full forecast. 52 right now. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 52 at the Highlands, 52, uh, 54 in Elm Grove, and 51 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I was saying before the break, Bob, this this was the second part of Route 66, much more of what we've envisioned, what I envisioned Route 66 to be. Desert country, out through the desert, ramshackle old towns, you know, um, uh, every town was different, and that's what's interesting to me. All of these towns are trying to keep the the, the, the the mother road alive, keep the spirit of 66 alive. Every town has a different way of doing it. There were some towns that are building brand new museums, all new buildings, and really making it very contemporary but still reflecting old 66. There are some who are recreating the feel of old 66. There was one town, Seligman where business was booming, uh, but it was all inside old buildings. I'm sure these are the buildings that were there 
when Route 66 was still the mother road. Um, so some recreate the old feel inside the buildings. My favorite, I think, I think you would have loved this, Oatman. Oatman, Arizona. It's an old cowboy town. It has the, I felt like I, felt like I, I was looking for Miss Kitty. I'm telling you, it, it's an old cowboy town. Now, some of the bad things about old cowboy towns is there are burrows and donkeys that wander the streets. And you know what burrows and donkeys do when they wander the streets, Bob? Yeah, they uh, did their business. Yes, sir. They indeed did. And to which then they attract many, 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 many flies. But it was a it was an old western town, you know, wooden sidewalks up and down the street, uh, old buildings. Uh, we had lunch, and I thought, oh my God, what kind of place is this going to be? In the Oatman Hotel, and it was an old saloon. In fact, there was a upper area where there were clearly were Oatman Oatmanites, Oatmanites people from Oatman locals that were drinking beer all day long. Um, but food, they had great food for us. Uh, well served. I mean, it was just it was it was really just an unbelievable well presented town. Uh, the sheriff came to visit us. There was a little uh, uh, gunfight in the streets. Little scene they played out a bank robbery and so on. Uh, it, I, it was my favorite part, except the Open Hotel. Every surface in that hotel is covered with $1 bills. Every surface, the the banisters, the walls, the poles, everything has $1 bills on them. And they are nailed to the bill, to the to the surfaces. And as I wandered up the stairs at one point, I found one of the nails. Yeah. You can't see the cut. I, I truly, truly should have had stitches, probably. Did you holler, Howard? Did I you... did holler, and, and there was blood. I mean, it was just blood was just gushing down. And these are the, I, it was up where the guys were drinking beer. And you know what they did? They laughed. <laughs> <laughs> They're that uh, green. They call you a greenhorn. They didn't tell me greenhorn, but I did. Ah, tourists, you know, what do you expect from the tourists? So um, I, I, I really I sliced my arm good. Truthfully, if we had been home, I probably would have gone and gotten stitches. But instead, my wife put a dozen band-aids on it, and so that was my first injury there um, at Oatman. Later in the in the week, we were at a town called Victory Victorville, and it was a museum, and they had an old jalopy, a real old twenties jalopy, and you could get pictures in it. But you had to get up into the jalopy. Well, if you think about that, the old jalopies, Bob, they were high. They're, you know, you had to step up high. Well, like an idiot, I thought I could get up there. I was wrong. I fell. I banged my knee, my shin, on the side of it, and I have a knot on my shin about the size of, I don't know, my head now. Um, Again, probably should have gone to see somebody, but where do you see somebody on Route 66? No, I'm uh, I'm picturing this uh, western town. The the same guys that were laughing at you uh, <clears throat> with your mishap with the with the banister. Are they still laughing at you outside, Howard, when you went down? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no thoughts. Yeah, no, no. They, you know, look, locals. I, I, they they're great people on Route 66, and the locals I think appreciate all of the tourist activity that comes by. But I think there's some who are like. You get what you deserve. You well, know? I think they probably stand, or they might even get a little action on. Okay, uh, the, the next bus came in. Out of these people, who do you think <laughs> is going to take a header off that high step right yeah, there? Yep, yep. Look at that guy right there. He's not. 
That's who my money is on. Maybe they get a little action that way, Howard. There was an artist colony in Madrid. It was a. It was way off the beaten path. It was a windy gravel road, and it was an old uh, artist colony. Just it was a just a bump in the road at one point. Then, like a sculptor came and set up shop, and then some painters came, and over the decade or so, it became an artist colony. Great idea for '66, but artists are a little, you know, unusual. So, first place, there's no place for a bus to park because we're on a bus. It's just a windy dirt road. So we pulled up in front of one of these places. This guy comes out, move that bus, get that bus off my lawn. This is my lawn. So the bus driver went across the road to where the road That's my lawn over there, too. Get off my lawn. So, but, you know, we've got 50 people here. Some of them might actually want to, well, you know, buy something from you. Well, you're keeping customers away from me. We are your customers. Having said that, it was, it was a neat little bit. There was a huge party going on. Uh, they had beer and they had food and they had music. It was just, it was, a, it was another great example of how... Recreate an old town, so I, I just loved it. I just wanted to. You know, it was it was just great. Bob, you will appreciate this though. My final comment. I thought about Elm Grove a lot. Route sixty six was at one time a thri- and the towns around it, thriving towns in America. The road took Americans right through Americana, right through these various cities. And then somebody decided it was better off to pass them by. We need a faster, more efficient, cleaner place. It was I-40 in their case, not Route 40, but I-40 that came by, and it bypassed all the towns. Just as I-70 came and destroyed Elm Grove here in this local area, and other parts as well, but I think of Elm Grove because that's where you and I grew up. And what, what they are doing on Route 66 is what, happened, Elm Grove had to reinvent itself. The Elm Grove that you and I knew when we were little kids is gone. It went away with the interstate, right? But it's, it's, there is now an Elm Grove business district. There's an Elm Grove area. It reinvented itself. And that's what Route 66 is doing. They're reinventing themselves. So I, I couldn't help but think that, um, of that comparison as we, as we went along. Um, got some more stories I want to tell you, including uh, met, uh, met a guy, uh, had uh, lunch, uh, dinner with a guy who said, oh, yes, I know Mr. Slider. Uh-oh. Yep. Tell you who it was coming up in a few minutes on the Watchdog Morning Show. Taylor Long's been hanging around for a while. We have not talked to her for a while. Let's have Ohio Valley headlines from Taylor of the Big Seven right now. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this September the 18th. U.S. auto workers are in the spotlight as members of the United Auto Workers Union strike for a new deal. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance supports their demand for higher wages, but also says there is a massive elephant in the room for American auto workers, electric vehicles. The Biden administration actively supports the rapid transition of EVs for environmental reasons, but Senator Vance notes a problem with the policy. A huge chunk of the EV supply chain is concentrated in China. Not only does that threaten American manufacturing jobs, but production in China is environmentally dirtier than in the U.S., which would negate any benefits gained by adopting EVs. 
Vance thinks that UAW workers have a unique opportunity at the moment to push back against what he calls the, quote, premature transition to EVs, end quote, arguing that it would help Ohio auto workers by helping to secure the future of their jobs. And 7 News is your local election headquarters. Important changes are coming to Brook County this upcoming election. Two precincts and a polling location are changing. This all started a few years ago when the county had to update all their precincts to comply with delegate redistricting. Now Weirton has changed their charter to pull all their elections on the same schedule to run with the county ballots. And residents who will be affected by these changes will receive a new voter registration card with the correct polling location. Stay with 7 News for any updates. And a quick traffic update for you this morning. Starting today at 930 to 5, Cove Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Weirton will be reduced to one lane for cable maintenance. That work will continue until Thursday, September 28th. Claggers will be maintaining traffic during that time and commuters in the area should slow down and expect delays. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Attorney Herman Lance and the staff at Lance Law Offices would like to wish the Monarchs good luck for a safe and successful season. With hard work and dedication, all goals are achievable. Lance Law Offices are located at 518 7th Street in Moundsville, right by the courthouse. He can be reached at 304-810-4020. Best of luck to the John Marshall Monarchs from Attorney Herman Lance and the staff at Lance Law Offices. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. Save 11% on Menard's unbeatable selection of Atlas roofing products. Castlebrook, Briarwood, and Pinnacle Shingles feature a limited lifetime warranty, up to 130 mile per hour wind warranty, and a super wide design for fast installation. Protect your home for years to come and save 11% on all Atlas shingles right now at Menard's. Good through September 24th, savings are mail in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Blue Monday, how are you, Blue Monday? It's 7.40, to the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome to Monday. Back to business here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Howard Monroe, Bob Slider are here. I want to hear Slider's stories from the week I was gone. We'll get to that coming up in a bit. I've given you most of my stories. I have a few other things I'll uh, toss in and toss out over the course of the next couple of hours this morning. And we will get into, like, actual news and conversation of today, including, Bob, I assume you will have coming up in Slider on Sports. Kind of a big surprise in the backyard brawl, was it not? No. No, you didn't think so? Well, I, I mean, watching the first drive, I don't. you probably didn't get to see the game, Howard. No, I didn't see but, it. But uh, Pitt took, took the kickoff and marched right down the field, and uh, they had to settle for a field goal, which was huge. And then West Virginia's starting quarterback got hurt, 
And, you know, I, I don't know about you, Howard, but it's a bad sign in the backyard brawl to see your quarterback hobbling on the sideline crying. <laughs> yes, that's, that is crying. not a good image. Not a good image. But the Mountaineers uh, – Regrouped and yes, they they won. They beat Pitt, and that's what it's all about. It is. We'll talk more about that. You will talk more about that coming up in the slider on sports in just a bit. Uh, the weather was pretty good, I guess, while I was gone. Let's see what it's going to be the rest of this week. Is Adam Fike with us here this morning? I don't know. Maybe Adam didn't realize that you're back, Howard. Oh, he didn't. Uh, oh, wait a minute. There he is. There he is. <laughs> good morning. What? Whoop, whoop. Hold on. Are we ready? Good morning, Mr. Fike. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I'm back from vacation. I'm ready to go again. You know, you know what it's like. You get back from vacation. I put it in about 40 minutes. I think it's time for a break again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you miss me while I was gone? Come on, be honest. Did you miss me while I was gone? I did. I didn't know what to do do with myself because normally, after the shows, we have the cut-ins, and I'm like, oh, I get to talk to Howard. And last week, I'm like. Why bother? <laughs> well, you can always eat extra McDonald's or something, I guess. That's always the thing, the thing to do. I guess we had pretty good weather while I was gone, though, right? It was a pretty good uh, week, or week and a half. Oh, it was very, very pleasant. We saw sunshine. I mean, we did see a couple of days with some showers, but overall very pleasant-looking, pleasant feeling. And the day you come back, it's very foggy. Yeah, it's foggy this morning for sure. Roaming around 52 is the uh, temperature, depending on where you are, about 52 degrees. But it's going to be a fairly pleasant week if I look at the forecast correctly, right? I mean, it's going to be very pleasant, especially today, tomorrow. Yeah, we're, yeah, most mornings we'll have to deal with a little bit of fog. Could be a stray shower today. The only thing, though, is it does warm up a little bit by the end of the week. But even that's not going to be super hot. It's just going to be pretty warm upper 70s, but not too terrible. Really, there's not much more to say about it. It's going to be uh, sunny and pleasant, maybe some fog in the morning. but And we'll be in... In the 70s, I guess, much of the week, right? Yep. I mean, Thursday, Friday, <clears throat> we might have a couple spots that either hit 80, 81. But really, sunshine, fog, 70s. It's fall. That's pretty much what we see every day in the fall. <laughs> yep. It is turning fall-like, though. You can tell. I had to wear a jacket coming in this morning. And when we got home last night, I actually had to turn the furnace on just for a little bit. There was a little chill in the house. So, um, you know, it's it, we are. there's no question we're turning towards fall. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm not quite to turning on the heat just quite yet. If I'm cold, I'll throw on some sweatpants and a blanket and suffer through it for now. Yeah, but I we, and I I'm not going to turn the heat on. But just we, there was a little <laughs> chill in the house because it had been empty while we were gone for nine days, and so it it was um, just a little chill. So I turned the furnace on just to give us a little. Actually, turned the fireplace on just to give us a little little warmth there. Turn it off again pretty quickly, but. Again, nice week this week, but we're heading. We're no question. We're heading into fall. What I lose track. Of, what is the date today? Is the eighteenth? Am I right? Yeah, it is the eighteenth. So we're only a few days away from the official start of fall, right? Yep. I mean, September twenty third, twenty second. I don't actually know what the first day falls this year. It always falls sometime between the twentieth and twenty third. Yeah, so, so around, just a couple yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But so, but in before this week is over and done with, we will officially be into fall, right? First day of fall is Saturday, September 23rd. So Saturday, Sunday will officially be fall. Well, technically Saturday. So. Since we're talking about fall, have you had a chance to look forward to what the winter is likely going to be for us here? I saw the old farmer saying it was going to be uh, wet and cold, but I don't know that I trust the old farmer. 
Well, unless you're an old farmer. I don't think you're an old farmer. Uh, have you had a chance to look at what the winter weather might bring for us here? I have, it's very tr- it's very tricky because there's so many little things that go into it. Like, if you look at climate models, they're predicting above-average temperatures and near-average precip, which is typically what we see with El Nino. Good old Farmer's Almanac or the Old Farmer's Almanac, both of them are staying cold and snowy. But I was I was very intrigued by the Farmer's Almanac, Howard. I went back and I was looking at the data over the past, I think it was 20 years. The Farmer's Almanac has never gotten both temperatures and precip wrong back-to-back years. <laughs> okay. Like last year they said cold and snowy, so which means – Theoretically, statistically speaking, over the past 20 years, if they say cold and snowy every year, it has to be one of the two. Since last year they said, oh, it's cold and snowy, that means one of them this year will be right, statistically speaking. Well, it certainly wasn't very snowy last year. I can't remember if it was cold or not. Was it cold, Bob? Do you remember? Was it a cold? It was not a snowy winter at all. When? Last winter. No, we hardly got any snow. No, I said we didn't get some, it was a, I can't remember the temperature. Was it a cold winter? I don't think it was. We had one spell. Remember, Adam, uh, the day before Christmas Eve, it got down. That was our Christmas party, and it was like yeah, that's 20 right. below, that's something right. like that. Yeah, but we had no, I mean, last year it was basically basically no snow at all. I don't know what the total accumulation was, but I think we had maybe one significant snowfall. So, uh, Not even one significant snowfall. We had four days with measurable snow. Okay. And those four days together combined to be exactly an inch. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully this will be um, – I wouldn't mind a little bit of snow this year, but, I, you know, I don't want to go – I don't want a blizzard. I don't want a big storm, so. Uh. Well, Howard, that's the positive thing. And I can tell you right now for sure. I can't tell you exactly how much snow we're going to see, how many days we're going to see snow. But the good news, though, I mean, I don't know if it's however you want to take it is, Climate Prediction Center is anticipating that we see a lot of our activity along the East Coast. This is because we're going to see a negative oscillation over the Arctic, which means we're going to see a very active jet stream pushing storms down through the Gulf and up the East Coast. So places like New Jersey, New York, Boston, Philly, they're going to see a lot of snow so that we're not going to see a lot of those big storm tracks. So it's not likely we see those 10, 12-inch storms. So likely we'll see more than an inch like what we saw last year. Just not a whole lot in the way of big snows. All right, sounds good. Well, today a good day. Uh, once the fog burns off, I, I haven't looked out, but I assume it's still there. I think we'll kick it, kick it around for another hour or so, and then it'll turn out to be a pretty nice day, sunny and 70 or so. I like the sound of that. Right now, 52 Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 52 at the Highlands, 54 in Elm Grove, and 51 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam, good talk to you. It's good to be back. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you then. Thank you. 7.48, it does until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up, Mr. Slider's got sports. Do you know what today is, by the way, besides a sports day? I, uh, no, I don't. It's National Cheeseburger Day. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. I don't sound too bad. I'm going to tell you where to get cheap cheeseburgers. Coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. Ready for your next adventure? Then head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. The Timeless Sounds of Polka.
Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. Rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands, WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place right time he has his say you can have yours text us or call us and join the conversation this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe brought to you by wvu medicine Actually, uh, I'm liking Monday today because I'm, I'm just going to get back in the saddle again, back to back to business here. Now, like I said, uh, you know, am I going to have to work a whole week this week, Bob? I have to work a whole week, right? Yeah, Howard, we got five days this week. Because we had the Labor Day weekend, and then I had a short week before I went on vacation, and then a week off. And whole week? Five days? Yeah, unless you want to make something happen, Howard. I think we ought to come in five days. All right. Okay. All right. It's a nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, politics in the next hour a little bit. <clears throat> Steve Williams is the mayor of Huntington, and he has announced he's running for the Democratic nomination for governor. And uh, my big question to him is, I, I, I will talk about his mayor, his, his record as mayor. We'll talk about his policy ideas. My big question is, what in the world makes you think a Democrat can win in this state? I, I just, if you're not a mansion, what shot have you got? We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Joe Manchin. Uh, is he going to be the president of WVU? He offered some thoughts on that to Hoppy last week. We'll take some time to talk about that. And in Wheeling, the mayor's race is beginning to shape up. One more candidate goes into the ring later this week. All of that's coming up in a bit uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. But right now, it's time for Slider on Sports. Sure is glad to be back with Slider on Sports, Howard. Uh, yesterday was a busy day <clears throat> in the NFL with a couple surprises. <clears throat> Tennessee uh, was back and forth, back and forth. They went in overtime. They beat the L.A. Chargers 27-24. The Chargers start the season 0-2. Buffalo rolls over Vegas 38-10. Kansas City bounces back. They beat Jacksonville at home 17-9. Indianapolis over Houston 31-20. Seattle behind Geno Smith. They win 37 over Detroit 31, again, Seattle 37, Detroit 31. Atlanta in the closest game of the day, they beat Green Bay 25-24. to Baltimore starts out 2-0. Cincinnati starts out 0-2. Baltimore wins 27-24. Quarterback Joe Burrow reportedly still battling a sore calf. 
Tampa Bay over Chicago, 27-17. San Francisco, they scored 30 points two weeks in a row. They beat the L.A. Rams 30-23. to In a game, huge comeback, back and forth, back and forth. The Giants with the biggest comeback in team history. That's a long time, Howard. They go way, <laughs> way back. They come back and beat Arizona 31-28. to Dallas, they pound the Jets 30-10. to Washington over Denver 35 to 33. The late game, Miami at New England. Miami wins 24 to 17. Two Monday night games tonight: New Orleans at Carolina. That's a 7:15 kickoff. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. That's an 8:15 kickoff. It looks like Neil Brown's job is safe this week. Saturday night, a game heard here <laughs> on the Watchdog. Network. I like that phrase though. This week, it's this safe week. this week. It's safe this week. The West Virginia Mountaineers defeated the Pitt Panthers 17 to six. What a game! Close game, and the Mountaineers win. Somewhat of a bizarre, bizarre NHL story. Last night, the Columbus Blue Jacket head coach, Mike Babcock, resigned after being on the job just two months. It seems that Coach Babcock requested personal photos from his players. Well, these are hockey players, Howard. He requested personal photos from his players in a bonding effort. For like a like a, a team picture or something or not sure the team announced Babcock's abrupt departure in the aftermath of an investigation by the NHL's Players Association into his conduct so maybe more to come yeah. but this isn't just anybody Coach Babcock has a Stanley Cup ring and two Olympic gold medals on his resume and Howard this might hit home for you. You and Nancy, two proud parents of members of the band, correct? Yes, Not marching band. Absolutely. Three, three boys in the band. There you go. An Alabama high school marching band director was shocked with a stun gun and arrested after Birmingham police said he wouldn't tell his band to stop playing. <laughs> Minor no. high school's band director was arrested Thursday night after a football game between Minor and Jackson Olin High School. He was charged with disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. How did you ever see that uh, when the band was marching out there? You know, Pat Garrett was the band director, and I don't think Pat ever had that kind of problem. All right, well, good for him. So, so let me see. So, they were playing. Yes. In a game, right? Yes. Somebody refs or somebody says stop. You're done. Game was over. They wanted everybody to go home, but the band, as they say, Howard, uh, and they said, uh, "Hey, buddy, can you stop that?" And he said, "Ah, get out of here." <laughs> and then they brought out the stun gun <laughs> and they tased him and they arrested him, Howard. Holy moly! Yeah, goalie. Yeah, yeah. You don't see that very often. No. Uh, they trailed at 11 at <clears throat> halftime, but Georgia remains the number one college football team in the country. And the Pirates beat the Yankees 3-2 yesterday at PNC Park to avoid a three-game sweep. David Bednar, Mr. Reliable, he picked up his 36th save of the season. The Bucks are at 70-80 and 80 with just 12 games left in the season, Howard. Slatter on Sports Time, 7:56. This is your time of year, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, if I, you know, especially when I used to hunt. I used to spend a lot of time in the woods this time of year. I just don't do that anymore. So now you just sit in my chair, Howard. I sit, sit in my chair, chair and, watch and I wait for a bus to pull up, and I say, get that bus away from my yard. I own that. <laughs> it's my yard. It's my yard. Four before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Today is National Cheeseburger Day. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, Did you bring any with you? I didn't. But, uh, you know, we if we want to grab lunch at um, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and others have special cheeseburger deals today. 
First of all, do we like cheeseburgers in America? Who doesn't? Yes, we do. 82% of Americans love cheeseburgers. What is your favorite kind of cheese on a cheeseburger? Give me that American cheese, Howard. Yeah, 66% say they like the American cheese, el numero uno. Cheddar comes in a close second. Swiss is next at 43. I like Swiss cheese, but not on a on a cheeseburger. I would not, you know, unless maybe like a mushroom Swiss burger or something. But I don't like. Nah, you're losing me with the mushrooms too, Howard. Keep them mushrooms off my burger. All right. Uh, comes in next at pepper jack cheese. Eh. Provolone, 31 percent. Again, I like provolone cheese, but not on a burger. So that's what we like. Now here are some of the deals you can get today on National Cheeseburger Cheeseburger Day. McDonald's cheeseburgers. 50 cents. Hmm. Now, you know, we've talked before about sometimes you got to be, you know, the, the consistency of McDonald's food isn't always, but 50 cents. You'll probably get a sack full. That's you? what I'm thinking. I mean, listen, we could do lunch today, pal. We could get 10 of them. There'll be a couple good ones out of the 10. <laughs> we can get 10. That's right. We got a couple good ones. 50 cent cheeseburgers at McDonald's. No purchase necessary. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, Burger King has a free cheeseburger with any other purchase. Wendy's has a, um, through Friday, Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers, uno penusco, one penny, a cent. But you have to purchase them online. It's that old online thing. Dairy Queen, feel like a cheeseburger and an ice cream cone? Free, free cheeseburger with any order of a dollar or more at your local Dairy Queen. I tell you White Castle, but we don't have any White Castles around here. So but, did you ever have White Castle? No, I don't think I'd... Uh... Probably wouldn't go for that. I never have either. If you if you know someplace where there's a White Castle or you're traveling somewhere, buy one, get one through Wednesday, but only one per customer. So there you go. But actually, that's, McDonald's is a pretty good deal, 50-cent cheeseburgers today. So try them out. Can we have some fries with that? Well, you won't get it for 50 cents. That's, <laughs> we'll have more invested in the French fries than the whole sack of burgers. <laughs> that's exactly right. So anyways, National Cheeseburger Day. Celebrate your Cheeseburger Day. And politics coming up next hour. I want to talk to Bob about some things that happened while I was away. And we want to catch up on some of the news that occurred uh, while I was away as well. So a lot of stuff to get to here in the next couple of hours of the show. We're looking at a a patchy fog this morning, but then a mostly sunny day. Daytime high around 70 today. Sunny around 70 tomorrow, 75 on Wednesday, close to 80 on Thursday, maybe Friday around 80 as well. So it's going to be sunny in the 70s all week long. Currently, though, it's a little cool, 52 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 52 at the Highlands, 54 in Elm Grove, and 51 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Five Americans being held by Iran are set to be freed this week as part of a complex and controversial prisoner exchange. ABC White House correspondent Karen Travers is in Washington with more. Iran's foreign ministry says five Americans detained there will be freed today as part of a prisoner swap and deal between the U.S. and Iran that paves the way for international banks to allow the transfer of roughly $6 billion in oil revenue back to Iran. Republicans on Capitol Hill have been critical of the deal, saying these Americans should be released without 
condition and any money going to Iran is dangerous. The White House insists Iran will not be getting sanctions relief and the money will be used for humanitarian purposes with U.S. oversight on how the money is used by the Iranian regime. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Los Angeles County is offering a quarter million dollar reward for information leading to the arrest of whoever shot and killed Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer over the weekend. A dark colored vehicle slowly pulls up to the driver's side of Deputy Klinkenbrumer's patrol car at an intersection just seconds after he left the Palmdale station. It slows down, then speeds off. Deputy Klinkenbrumer was later found slumped over inside the car and died at the hospital. Officials are calling it an ambush. That was ABC's Andrew Dimbert. Imagine being told that even though you didn't know it, you were being overpaid Social Security benefits. Now you have to pay back, in some cases, tens of thousands of dollars. It's a situation for a lot of people. Here's ABC's Rhiannon Alley with one story. A dark colored... Former police officer Matt Cooper was shot while on duty in 2018. He and his wife rely on Social Security payments, but the couple got a letter demanding they return $30,000. It's hard to actually heal and get better when you're constantly having to revisit this, the worst day of your life. Matt was denied an appeal, even though it was the government that incorrectly factored in his workers' compensation. The U.N. General Assembly kicks off this week in New York. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will be there. You're listening to ABC News. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we have their backs. How do your clients know that? Because Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So wait, you do it because you have to? No, we do it because it's the right thing to do. Our clients trust us with their retirement savings, and we know how important that responsibility is. So we take the time to really get to know them. Get to know them how? We make sure we understand their unique goals, finances, health, family, and lifestyle so we can tailor their portfolio to their specific needs. Our goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. Sounds like a big responsibility. You must make big commissions then, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We have one single transparent fee that's structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Police in Pennsylvania finding all nine escapees from a juvenile detention center northwest of Philadelphia. They got out in the middle of a riot last night at the facility in Morgantown. The escape coming after a convicted killer was recaptured in Pennsylvania last week. The Texas Attorney General back on the job today after his impeachment trial ended last week. He was found not guilty on all counts. ABC's Jim Ryan reports from Dallas. 